Hi, I'm Sanera Madani, and I'm a mom of two, a daughter of an immigrant and an unlikely entrepreneur who went from scaling an idea to a billion dollar business. Yes, a billion dollar business. Along the way, I learned that less than 2% of female founders ever hit 1 million in revenue. And I became obsessed on a mission to change that. I believe that there is so much gatekeeping in business knowledge and that we as female entrepreneurs should be learning from other female founders and leaders who have broken the statistics. Since I never went to CEO school, I've had to learn it all the hard way, but you shouldn't have to because we believe that you deserve to have it all. And honestly, nothing bad happens when women make more money. Grab a seat because class is officially in session. Welcome to CEO School. Hello, listeners. It's Sanira Madani here, CEO School podcast host, and you are in for a treat. Over the next seven weeks, we're going to be sharing exclusive interviews with the most unbelievable unlikely CEOs who are truly just changing the game in their industries and are pioneers in what they do. Something that ties them all together, not only you're gonna recognize their names, they're fabulous, they're leaders, they are massive influencers, but what is most important about them is that they are authentic CEOs. So come join me over the next seven weeks in a beautiful series of interviews that you get to have first dibs on. So listen in from wherever you're listening in from, and you can catch these videos on YouTube and on our channels. I cannot wait for you to listen in and just learn from these guests that I learn from each and every single day. I hope you enjoy these interviews as much as I did. We have Tiffany Rowe, who I am so excited to bring on. There I am. Oh, there's Tiffany. Hello, hello. I am so pumped to have my dear friend. Before we kick off with Tiffany, how are you guys doing? Tell me your energy. How are we feeling? Make sure we're tagging CEO School on Instagram. Make sure we're tagging Stacks Payments. Make sure we're tagging our beautiful, amazing guests who are taking time away as CEOs out of their busy, 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 busy lives to be with us here. And so we wanna see all the love here on social as well so we can share it with our communities. What a beautiful day. I cannot believe we are already here and almost halfway through. This has been like just so fun. Like we're literally at um, our third guest today and I am so excited. I, of course I'm excited for all my guests, but I'm really excited to welcome a friend of mine, uh, Tiffany. Um, is a clinical uh, mental health counselor, a CEO, an entrepreneur, an award-winning psychology teacher and speaker on a mission to make therapy cool. And when you see her and when you get a chance to experience her, you will know that she truly does make therapy cool. She is known as the OGIG therapist, um, and is out to change the mental health game. Tiffany was one of the first therapists to ever show up on a social media platform and share her message as an Instagram influencer therapist. And uh, Tiffany is truly just revolutionizing the way modern mental health is by sharing therapy thoughts on Instagram, her podcast, her courses at tiffanyrow.com and just truly spreading education and real life tools, real psychological tools to help you go from BS to actually living your best life in your most authentic self. Tiffany, uh, in her words, will help you feel, deal, 
and heal. And I cannot wait for you to just get a dose of this energy. Tiffany Rowe, welcome to CEO School. What's up? Hi, Sunny. Hello, my dear friend. How are you? And for those that don't know, my friends call me Sunny. So sometimes you hear my team and everyone call me Sunny. So I actually, and that's funny because we should, we should, we'll, we'll, I'll come back to, to the going from Sanira to, to, from Sunny to Sanira. That was like my journey from founder to CEO is like the name as well. So, um, Tiffany, how are you doing? Oh my gosh. I'm pumped up. I'm excited. I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I feel like I've got like all of this adrenaline just talking to the most incredible CEOs and founders who are unlikely CEOs, right? Who are just so unique, so authentic to their true selves and who've really like gone to the top of their game, literally the best of the best. And they've done it in a way that is just making an impact. It's truly authentic and just by being themselves. And who better than to have you today uh, because Tiffany, you've had such a journey. I'd love for you to share your journey of, you know, starting in your, as a founder, right? What, you know, right even before you, on day zero, how you've kind of scaled your company and a little bit about, um, about your current, uh, about your current company as well. Yeah. So I have a degree, a master's degree in mental health counseling. I'm a therapist. I never thought I was going to be a CEO or an entrepreneur. Like those words weren't in my plan. I started a private practice, meaning I was just going to see clients one-on-one in my little rental office with a hand-me-down futon. My rent was $350 a month, and it was a huge leap for me to leave working for someone else, teaching at a university, and like do therapy. That was my business, just me seeing clients. And then uh, one day I was teaching at the university where I was working while I was building my practice. And like walking from class to class and I'm like, you know what, how do I make mental health accessible? How do I reach my ideal client? And how do I change this mental health game? How do I help more people than just one client per hour in my little office here in Orem, Utah? And I said, I'm going to share a therapy thought on Instagram. And I had a bunch of fear come up. It was like, if you do this, you're going to lose your license. This is unethical. Therapists aren't allowed to have a personality or show up. And I said, F it. I just felt really called. So I pulled out my phone. I got on Instagram and I said, what's up? Here's a therapy thought. If your pants don't fit, buy new pants. And it blew up. It blew up. And within three months, I had a five-year wait list. I hired my first therapist to work for me. And it just was a domino effect from there. Look at that. Your authentic self. You felt that calling. You're like, I know. And I love that you talked about the fear, right? There's so much fear in doing. It's normal. Fear is good. Let's talk about how good fear can actually be, but when to let to let fear be there and when not to let fear drive you. Because I know that these are great therapy thoughts that you can share, but I love that you showed up and said, said what you needed to say. And what a great what a great thing to say. If your pants don't fit, buy new pants. So simple. Why are we striving so hard to change everything about us to fit into society's bullshit of what success looks like? We let other people define our day-to-day, our lives today, what we should look like, how we should show up as founders, how we should show up as CEOs, how should we mother, how should we be wives, how should we do this, how should we be everything. All we do is shit all over ourselves. We need to stop shitting all over ourselves. Yes. Okay. Done, done, done. We're stop. We're gonna stop doing that. Talk about some fear, right? So you did it, 
And now here you are as like the OG Instagram therapist. You have the most amazing courses on mental health, short ones, long ones. And you've just really transformed the lives of thousands of people. You've transformed my life, just being part of my world. And we've done just so many incredible things together. Um, but you show up truly as your authentic self. Can we talk about you, you know, entrepreneurship and what are you seeing in the entrepreneurship world? You've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs. What are some of the mental health concerns that are coming up? Whew, it's a lot. And this is something I'm extremely passionate about because becoming an entrepreneur challenged my mental health in extreme ways. And so I dug into the research and I started working with entrepreneurs to gather data, like what's going on. We face a unique set of challenges as the prolonged exposure to the chronic stress of entrepreneurship, the constant risk-taking, all this pressure is on us. Um, if you're a founder, every single problem is your problem. And if you're a solo founder and you're new in the game, you're supporting a team, not just financially, but emotionally too. And it doesn't work the other way around. So I started seeing this in my own company, as well as the other founders I work with. It's overwhelming. It causes burnout, irritability, depression. The suicide rates among founders and entrepreneurs is higher. Insomnia, social withdrawal. There's a lot of problems that come from this unique stress set and problems and the never ending. There is no disconnect as a CEO when it is yours, right? This is your brain. This is your life and your calling. So I saw that happening with me. You add Instagram and social media pressures to that and 24 seven criticism and trolls. And it was just a pressure cooker that brought all of my mental health issues to the surface. And what I want to say and make a point of today, success is not a protective mental health factor. So the more successful I got, the worse my mental health got because I didn't know or wasn't prepared or didn't understand how to prioritize my mental health. So I figured out how to do that. <laughs> and I want to coach other entrepreneurs on doing that because success doesn't protect you. You have to prioritize your mental health in structured ways, whether that's therapy, medication, breaks, self-care, affirmations, journaling, meditation. Like we have to really come in with an intentional plan because this business grows and we become dehumanized in that process. I love you so much. I cannot tell you, you've like literally changed my life. I will tell everyone how you've changed my life. Tiffany, what she talks about is the more successful you are in entrepreneurship or in whatever, your success does not change that, right? It only adds more pressure. The more my business grew, the more you add things, the more team members you have, the more complexity your business has, the more problems that you have. I was feeling, and this is what I still feel today, is when I walk into my office sometimes, I tell my brother all the time, I'm like, okay, let's put on our firefighter suits, right? And you have to like zip up that firefighter suit because you're the one that has to solve all the problems. And everyone's gonna come to you, the buck stops at you as a CEO, right? You are the, it is your baby, it is your decisions, and you have the support and you have the leaders, but there's always things going wrong right? That's part of it. That's part of having a business. If you think your business is going to be perfect, that's bullshit. That's not going to happen. You're going to have angry customers. You're going to mess up. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to do things and your people are going to do things, right? That's just part of business, but you have to solve the problems, right? And when you're constantly also solving problems, that all, that takes like a huge mental strain on your brain. That stress never leaves. It is 24 seven. And the more successful you become, the harder it gets, the more the challenges arise. Now, I don't want to 
you know, uh, scare anyone out of entrepreneurship. So my goal today is not to scare you out of entrepreneurship, but my goal is to share with you that it does take a lot more than what the internet shows us. And that is truly about going from founder to CEO. It's about taking care of your health and prioritizing that. I did not prioritize my mental health. I was in it. Tiffany, you talked about social media, adding social media. I was showing up on social media, having the pressures of whatever the world says and what you have in your business also adds to that. Being a mother was also something that was is joyful, but also so stressful and doing everything right and just felt like I was failing even though I was succeeding and I was at the top of my game. And I went to my t- friend Tiffany and I said, I need help. And I have, you know, I have therapists and I have coaches and I have teams and I have I'm teaching entrepreneurs, but I don't feel like my authentic self right now. And I want to stop. And Tiffany, you and I had a conversation and, and, you know, we talked about some tools and you shared some tools on like regulation. And so I'd love for you to kind of like, we'll get into some practices today that you've taught me, but something that I want to share that I want to demystify that you really demystified for me was that it's okay to ask for help. And it's okay to also, you know, ask for like, Go to a psychiatrist and seek medication and supporting your mental health through other ways that I wasn't doing, that I really thought was like so, um, you know, the word I'm looking for is I was scared. I was scared that I would be judged if I, I was judging myself for being like, hey, maybe I do need anxiety medication. Like maybe the, maybe I do. And you were like, hey, it's okay. Like go try it. Maybe, you know, if that helps you, that's gonna be amazing and it helped me too. And you really did show me that different side of saying like you can support your mental health through so many different various factors because I was doing the feeling and the healing and the dealing and therapy and coaches and and meditating and journaling and I'm doing all of that but I still needed more support. And you showed me that I can go get more support and I will tell you that it hasn't fully gone away but I'm able to, I'm able to every day seek support and go through this journey to say, I know I'm working on this and I and I do know that I'm putting my mental health first. And so I want to share this moment with all of you that I probably have never shared with anyone. But Tiffany, you're the one that allowed me to give me that permission to say, it's okay to ask for more help than what you already have. Mm. Thank you, Sunera. Your vulnerability is crucial in this space. The lack of vulnerability amongst successful CEOs and this facade that we have that it's easy for us and we're drinking pina coladas on beaches and like we're just getting rich in our sleep perpetuates the mental health problems. If people know that Tiffany Rowe and Sunira are okay with meds, we're okay with therapy, we have coaches, we have therapists, we work on our mental health, that's going to help normalize it and show you are struggling. It's okay to struggle in this and it gives them someone to compare to Because one way we understand if we're struggling with mental health is to say, is this abnormal? And if what we think is normal in entrepreneurship is you're just on a beach happy all the time drinking, no one's going to get help. But if we're like, hey, we're having panic attacks. We're not sleeping. I'm yelling at my staff. I'm losing my shit. I'm getting angry at my partner. I'm yelling at my kid. All things that I've done. And I'm like, I'm not okay. Why am I acting abnormal? This isn't in character for me. This is causing me to stress. It's impacting my relationships. And all of those were fact checks for me. And I didn't know if this was happening to other entrepreneurs or not. So hot tip, it is. And if you're struggling, you're not crazy. You're not bad. You're not a failure. You're not weak. It doesn't mean you can't do this work. We want to bring attention to the fact that there are mental health impacts from the stress and pressure of being your a CEO. And you're not crazy. You're not alone. And you can do things that will help. I love that. And I'd love for you to share with the audience on how they can seek help, right? 
you know, something for me is that was really important was just having community around me, right? Friends that I can call on. And we met through a mastermind, right? Like that's how we ended up meeting. And so just being part of communities and just saying, you know, like building real relationships always pays an impact and just having somebody to call because it's so lonely. But what are some tools that you have? Where can people find help, get therapists, understand, like give, give us some tips on how we can take action today on our mental health. Yeah. I, and I want to like apologize for the mental health system for being shitty. It is so unfortunate that the, the comments are like, well, how do I find a therapist? I wish our system did a better job empowering us with basic information. Finding a mental health counselor is your right. So I suggest Honestly, the number one way is ask your friends and family, which I know is scary because you have to be vulnerable. Like I want to get therapy and there's still this outdated stigma that people think therapy makes you weak or crazy. So you just need to know seven, eight figure, nine figure CEOs are in therapy because therapy helps you feel, deal and heal. Yeah. It's cool. Therapy is cool. Therapy is so cool. Buy Tiffany's swag. Hashtag. (laughs) Ask your friends who they see. Get a referral. Ask your boss, ask the HR that you're working for, ask people on Instagram. I literally did an Instagram post last year when I was at rock bottom. I'm like, I need a new therapist. And I had thousands of hits. And I'm like, what if we normalize this? Like asking your social media circles, who's a therapist that'd be a good fit for me. And I found two really great people, a coach for me and a therapist. If that's not going to work for you, if you don't want to ask or reach out to your, your group, go online and you can look on a website called psychology today. You could check out BetterHelp. There's a lot of websites and apps that cater to finding therapists where you can narrow it down through your zip code and your issues and start there. That's amazing. I I think this is so amazing that we're having these conversations. You know, we have entrepreneurs in the room who deal with a lot. You shared a lot of really scary statistics. And every time you share them with me, it does make my heart drop, you know, of the the stroke rates and the heart, like just all of the, the death, the suicide in entrepreneurs. And we've seen so many entrepreneurs, my brother actually told me, I didn't realize that the founder of Victoria's Secret, he's like, you don't know the story? And I'm like, I don't know the story. The founder of Victoria's Secret sold his company, uh, you know, and it was for a billion dollars, um, you know, or a hundred million dollars, or I don't know what the amount was. So large, 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 large amount. And then literally a couple of weeks later, a couple months later, you know, that fa- the company that bought it resold the company for 10 times the amount. And mm-hmm. the founder of Victoria's Secret jumped off the San Francisco bridge, right? After his success, after having the exit and, you know, there is, that's hard. Like even just hearing that. And I was like, I had no idea. There's so many stories that constantly emerge in, in entrepreneurs, in successful entrepreneurs. You know, when I heard about Tony Shea's death, that book for me, um, Delivering Happiness was one of the first business books that I had ever read um, about the founder of Zappos, right? His whole his whole company was built on this beautiful servant mentality of serving your customers, putting your customers first. I learned so much from that book. My entire company's customer uh, experience, we call it the best damn experience. It was built off of that book. And, you know, he also committed suicide. And this is a very common, this is a, this is a conversation that's taking place in Silicon Valley and everywhere. And it's unfortunate and it's so sad. And it's because we're not prioritizing talking about this. We're not prioritizing putting mental health first. You know, can you tell us a little bit about when do we know that things are maybe not okay? Yeah. 
So there's three things we look at in mental health to determine, you know, is this problematic or not? Number one, is it causing you personal distress? Period. Enough reason. The end of story. If you're like, my anxiety is giving me distress. This depression is distressing. My lack of sleep, the pressure. That's enough reason to say like, it's okay to get help. You don't have to be at rock bottom or in crisis to get mental health support. You can be like, I actually just want to prevent being in distress. So I'm going to get mental health support before I reach that point. So I just want to normalize having a therapist or reaching out for help. Actually that you don't need like a real reason, but personal distress would be a great reason to make that call right now or shoot them an email when you find them. The next thing to think about is, is it causing distress in your relationships? So maybe you're fine and you're chilling, but your partner or your kids or your employees these relationships are suffering and struggling and that can be feedback that can tell you, Hey, let's reach out and get support. The third one is, is it abnormal? And I want you to think about that in two ways. Are other CEOs experiencing this? Is it abnormal and out of character or is it abnormal for you? So when I was shouting at my employees, I'm like, I'm not okay. This is abnormal for me and in an appropriate workplace. I have to get help. I am burnt out. I am overstressed. I am outside of my ability to cope. And that's as a therapist who prides herself in assertive communication. So look at yourself and to say, is this abnormal? And are other people functioning this way? And those are three things we can do to look at this. Um, if you're burnt out, if you're dealing with stigma, if you don't have mental health strategies, if you're in crisis, those are all fabulous reasons to get help today. Such a beautiful reminder. And I love the reminder that we don't have to be at a certain point, right? Preventative care is also important, right? Yeah. We have self-care. We have mental health days. Something that we do for our team members is mental health days. Every quarter, there's a mandatory mental health day. And I want my team just to take the day off, not when your kids are like for the weekend or you have other plans, when you literally have nothing else going on to just truly be with yourself, like just being with yourself and taking care of yourself and whatever that looks like for you. But I do encourage community and, you know, meditation and journaling and so many different ways that we can support our brains and support our bodies and support, you know, our, um, you know, protect our space through preventative practices. And I love that you said that you can start that journey now like you can start that journey now and it's so highly highly encouraged to start you know doing great mental health practices it does not make you weak i'm like looking at you today if you are not practicing and making your mental health better if you are not find something that works whether it's moving your body whether it's going for a walk whether it's you know creating a journaling practice affirmations gratitude there's so much linkage um, you know, for, for, I don't know, thousands of years of these practices of why human beings need this. And then in today's world with all the social media, all the devices, all of the information, our brains are not designed to compute this much information, to process this much information. And so I want to implore each of you to take action. Follow Tiffany Rowe on Instagram. We're gonna put her handle back up. She is just so incredible. I want to also, as a final question that we're asking all of our entrepreneurs uh, here today, Tiffany, going from founder to CEO, what is your proudest achievement? Giving my 30 plus staff medical benefits. Oh, I love that. What an incredible, what an incredible feeling. I remember that feeling. It's a hard 
road to get there. Uh, we call it, you know, being a real business now, right? Like you're a real business yeah. now, you know? And that's truly going from founder to CEO and being able to serve your team and serve others like you do every single day. Tiffany, continue to dance your heart out. Continue to be your most authentic self. This is what a CEO looks like, ladies and gentlemen. Tiffany is an incredible CEO running a multi-million dollar uh, mindful counseling practice as well as her courses. She shows up on Instagram. She's got a top podcast. This is a multi-passionate CEO living her most best and authentic self and her beautiful, glorious self. Tiffany, thank you so much for your time today. You've given our community so much time and uh, we love you. We're gonna support you. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.